Wisconsin's afternoon news is on the air. Broadcasting live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in beautiful downtown Milwaukee. Here's John McCure. All right, Sandy Max is here. So is Greg Matzik and Debbie Lazica. Adam Roberts is producing the show this afternoon. We're tracking news from around the state of Wisconsin, and we've got an eye on the Masters this afternoon. More on that coming up in just a few minutes. But first, what are we tracking today? This is the three. Three. At 3 on Wisconsin's Afternoon News. All right, Sandy, what's up first? First, we have on deck for the 3 at 3. The FBI took down a cybercrime marketplace Tuesday after the Eastern District of Wisconsin issued a search warrant for the domain. That's right. The domain was Genesis Market. And they were accused of impersonating customers on websites we all use, like Amazon, PayPal, Microsoft, and Twitter, obtaining information. And then the deal was they were beginning to and had planned to use that information to steal people's information. So if you're familiar with the Internet and different terms on the Internet, you have to on a lot of websites now say, I'll accept the cookies, Mm -hmm. which is a way that they track things if you want to continue to look at certain websites. So this takedown was dubbed Operation Cookie Monster which was really, really clever. So this is what the FBI was able to do. They could take down the website, so they can't hurt us anymore on the website, but they probably will never be able to prosecute anybody because most of these guys are located in Russia or Russian-speaking regions of the far world. So that's websites down, which is the good news, but prosecutions are highly unlikely because we just can't get at these guys. What's next? The city of Milwaukee is opposed to a plan by Phoenix Industries LLC to convert the Northridge Mall property into primarily industrial storage space. Yeah, so this mall was owned by a Chinese firm for a very long time, and now it's been sold to this investment group, which is Phoenix. Phoenix says, you know what, here's what we want to do. We want to put several thousand, actually about a million, excuse me, square feet of industrial space into where Northridge was. We want to keep the building and industrialize it. It'll create up to 500 jobs. Well, the city says, we don't like that idea. This is not good for that neighborhood. And neighbors have also weighed in and saying, that's not a good long-term strategy. We don't want storage space and light industrial. We want something that will look nicer and will create more jobs. So the city says right now that's not going to work. The owner says, we're still talking to the city. We hope eventually this will work out. This story broken by our friends at the Milwaukee Business Journal. And we will continue to stay on top of it for you. And the third thing, what do we got? (laughs) Quite the spectacle downtown today. Joey Chestnut, you know him. Oh, yeah. He mowed down 14 and a half burritos to win today's burrito eating world competition in the Deer District. He shared with ESPN Milwaukee's Jen Gabe and Chewy this morning his strategy for eating as many burritos as possible. We're just eating, uh, bite, chew, swallow, drink some liquid, help go down, and make sure you're breathing. So it's, it's, a, it's, a, little bit, it's, it's a little bit more natural than the hot dog contest. Natural. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> now, this is going to get really good. About an hour from now, we're going to share something with you that happened here in the building. So, Joey Chestnut was down the street in the Deer District with all the big eaters. And Sandy Max <laughs> and producer Adam Roberts were upstairs in the kitchen area doing their own little version of how fast can you eat a burrito. And may I just say, I did not get Joey Chestnut's words of wisdom <laughs> coaching of bite, chew, swallow, breathe. <laughs> I could have done a little bit better had I been thinking those steps. You had fun, though. I think part of your problem was that you were laughing a lot. You were having having a very good time. 
while Adam Roberts was just destroying that burrito. Yes, I so, was in awe, shock and awe of uh, the human vacuum cleaner that was next to me. I think we all were. By the way, you'll be able to see some of this coming up at WTMJ.com, <laughs> and we discuss further during the 4 o'clock hour. Up next, big auto awards are handed out, and i got to tell you, I was really surprised at the companies that won some of the biggest awards. We'll share that with you. We're live in New York at their big auto show. That's up next. All right, folks, the excitement is building. There is a skydiving Easter bunny that's going to join us in the studio coming up in less than <laughs> a half an hour. I think uh, that could be my favorite phrase of the day. A skydiving, skydiving Easter, bunny. Easter bunny. How good is that? Greg, how good is that? Yeah, I, I don't know. Greg's nervous. <laughs> oh. Why? Well, it, it goes back to when I was like, in I don't know, five, six years old. And all these pictures of me with the Easter bunny. Yeah. And I always had this terrified look on my face. <laughs> and, and I realized it's, it's because Easter bunnies, to me, have a very similar um, sort of feel as, as clowns with many people, right? Yeah, people are just sort of freaked uh, out by clowns. Yeah. Uh, yeah uh, I'm I, not I as much, but the Easter bunny sort of kind of sends me into a tizzy. Right. Uh, it started when I was very young, so I'm a little nervous for the upcoming Well, we're going to help you. This is going to be good because this is the nicest Easter bunny in southeast Wisconsin. Well, how, how do we know that? Um, we'll find out. Sources. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out for sure. <laughs> We wouldn't let just any. No, not we're not letting just anybody in here with you. You're a yeah. guy. Okay. So and the Easter Bunny's busy. Yeah. You know, the Easter Bunny's just hiding eggs all over the place. Well, that's a busy week, time. So it's yeah. amazing very we nice could get for the here. bunny exactly to even stop by, hop yeah. by, and visit hop, you. He's going to yeah. hop on in here in just yeah. a few minutes. So. <laughs> uh, let's get to this first. The latest in automotive technology. This is pretty interesting stuff. We broadcast live from the Milwaukee Auto Show, and a lot of our conversation was around electric vehicles. Mike Dabuski is with us, ABC News technology reporter, who's at the New York Auto Show. Is that the focus there, Mike, EV? It certainly is, John. Yeah. So yesterday, the what, World Car of the Year Awards were announced, which they do every year here at the New York International Auto Show. And it was all about electric cars, specifically Hyundai electric cars, interestingly enough. The Hyundai Ioniq 6, which is their new electric sedan, it's very streamlined, kind of inspired by the aerodynamic cars of the 1930s. That took home EV of the Year, Design of the Year, and overall World Car of the Year. And then meanwhile, Hyundai sister brand, Kia, took home Performance Car of the Year with the EV6 GT sort of performance SUV. So a lot of talk about EVs and a lot of talk specifically about Hyundai brand EVs. Is there any surprise, Mike, though, that these are two brands that have just been in the hot seat in the news in Milwaukee in particular, Hyundai's and Kia's getting stolen constantly, and then their slow response to software updates and patches and that sort of thing. This is really surprising news to me that they are getting these accolades. Right. Problems with the ignition systems in, in those cars, you know, making it a little bit easier for them to steal and those, those, those incidents going viral on TikTok certainly uh, hangs over all these awards that, that Hyundai is taking home. But it's also worth putting into context that, you know, you go back 15 years or so and Hyundai was playing second fiddle to the Japanese brands, right? Toyota and Honda were, were on hot streaks uh, back in the kind of late 90s, early 2000s. That was where the real excitement when it came to new product and, and reliable cars that a lot of people were buying. That's where all the energy was. 
Now, the Korean brands have started to move into that position as well. And, of course, these negative headlines about them being stolen, particularly where you guys are, is coming at exactly the wrong moment <laughs> from, yeah. a, from a brand perspective for these for these companies. So, yeah, no, it, it's, it's definitely something for them to, to balance. So, Mike, when it comes to EV vehicles, and we saw this at the Milwaukee Auto Show, they roll out these beautiful, like the new electric Ram pickup truck that's all pimped out and decked out. But you can't get these vehicles by and large yet. Are we getting better or closer to actually having availability from some of the for some of the really cool stuff that they put on TV and roll out into showrooms? Right. So I'm glad you brought up the Ram Rev there because that truck actually made its world debut here in New York, or more specifically, I should say, the production version of that truck made its world debut. We first got a peek of it uh, during a Super Bowl commercial, but it existed in concept form before that, which means that it's basically a show car, you know, these really sleek, you know, exotic designs, uh, you know, that, that is just kind of designed to inspire. We're actually getting a look at the production version of this, and, and specifically with the Ram Rev, full-size EV pickup truck laser-targeted at Ford's F-150 Lightning, which was, of course, the darling of last year's show and has sold in multiple, like big numbers uh, over the past year or so, so much so that Ford is having trouble keeping up with demand for that electric truck. And, and Ram seemingly making a numbers argument with this one, up to 500 miles of range for this EV pickup truck, which is more than 100 miles, more than 150 miles, uh, more than what the, the Lightning can do in top spec. So, you know, a, a, an interesting argument from Ram here, but a big number that we don't know is the price, and that will come a little bit closer to when it hits the road, probably next year sometime. So, Mike, here you are at the New York International Auto Show. Sure, there's all these award winners. What car is catching your eye that you're excited about? So an interesting narrative that has emerged this year is that we talk a lot about EVs. We've been talking about EVs and the excitement around them, but there's a lot of problems with EVs. The public charging infrastructure is tough. The cost question is still pretty uh, tough to answer. They are expensive uh, to make and to, uh, to, to, to get into people's hands. Hybrids, meanwhile, have come up and, and sort of started acting as this intermediary ground between your traditional gas car and the electric uh, promise of the electric future. This year, uh, I, I got a look at the new Prius. I know people may have some uh, <laughs> preconceived notions about the Toyota Prius, but the fifth generation is here on the show floor in New York, and Prius is two decades old. Finally, they've decided to design it in a way that is kind of exciting. It has this really sleek new design. They say they were inspired by two-door coupes, and it really does show and it's coming at a moment when the prius kind of needs some freshening up at its peak in 2012 2013 they moved about 240,000 priuses a year last year toyota only sold 59,000 so an interesting car here on the show floor is the new prius uh you know it's it's it, Reasonably priced, starts under $30,000 and, you know, gives you that, that Prius sort of uh, efficiency as well. 52 miles to the gallon, they say. Uh, and, you know, interesting proposition there from, from, from Toyota, I think. Yeah, I think you're right about that. Mike Dobuski, ABC News technology reporter in New York at the New York Auto Show. Thank you so much for being with us. Of course, guys. Take care. I still have so many questions about electric. I just... The cost aside, I want to be able to drive as far as I can drive and then just stop and get gas and go again. With the electric, you can't do that. You just can't do that. If I drive to South Carolina or Mount Rushmore, 
I, I can't get there as fast. Maybe they'll be able to double up the batteries. Maybe just like we can customize a car, maybe there's ways to customize maybe. an electric I'd vehicle in the future. I would think rapid chargers. It, it, that's got to be on the horizon yeah. here, right? If, if you can literally pull off and charge in 10 minutes, mm-hmm. right? I mean, get yourself 300 more miles. Yeah. Like, I think that would The problem would is certainly there's not the, the right I think direction. that might be a solution, but there's not the infrastructure for that right now. Not yet. You're right. I mean, hopefully in the future. Wisconsin's Afternoon News on WTMJ. I love that music. That music just makes me super happy. Is that your ringtone this week? It, <laughs> that's a really good <laughs> idea, actually. Idea. Yeah. Makes you, it does. It makes both of you happy. Like every time you guys play this music, I'm like, wow. And then I just expect to hear Jim Nance. We we're staring at the TV, and, and I know we have nice this HD we, monitors. You in guys here. are staring at the TV. Yeah, I'm going to miss a sportscast, I'm sure. <laughs> I, it just it, it looks fake. Like Augusta National doesn't even look real. It is so gorgeous. It Perfect. is picture postcard beautiful. Because I'm not a golf fan. I have many people in my circle, including my boyfriend, who love this time of year, who love golf and their ears perk up, and they just love this time of year. And look now at, that you say this, I'm distracted. There's a yes. huge picture of bright fuchsia azaleas on the Masters course. So I grew up in Louisville, Derby City, and I feel like even if you don't know everything about horse racing, you still enjoy the Kentucky Derby. It's this historic tradition in yeah. Louisville, Kentucky. I feel like the Augusta, the Masters, is very similar. Like I don't know that much about golf, but it does catch my eye, and I'm engaged in the, the cool traditions and augusta was a nursery right i think it started as a nursery and it's so small that's why it's, these these it's, grounds are so yeah, lush and two hundred thousand people so i mean not tiny but it's it's small less well, than half I the think, size of milwaukee i think to your point i mean there, there's derby parties all across the country right mm-hmm. and no parties for the preakness right? right there's no parties for the u.s open but there's parties for the Masters, and if you get invited to one, I think you know what to expect, right? <laughs> like, we crank up the heat in the Matzik household. We try and get some azaleas hanging. I try and get into the scene, the mood at Augusta, right? Just spray a little bottle of water around just to get the humidity up a little bit. That's what we do. You need some peach ice like cream, that. though, to go with that, because that's another oh, that thing that nice. is entertaining to me about the Masters, that aspect of it, that... It's yes, it's the golf. It's the best of the best, but it's this beautiful landscape. It's the food traditions of... John will knock you over for what a pimento cheese sandwich. Oh, pimento <laughs> cheese is the way to go. I mean, it's such a southern thing and such a good thing. But you don't think of you're right. These food traditions that you only think of at very specific events. Where would you ever mention pimento cheese? Yeah, right. Except right. Masters Week or Georgia peach ice cream. Like, yeah, these are those some of those really fun traditions. And plus, for all the fashionistas. Hey, this is an event where not only do you win money, but you win the stylish green sport coat. That's right. That's and that true. is coveted. It, like, nobody oh makes gosh. fun of that. Nobody's like, yeah. where, where am I going to wear this jacket? These athletes can't wait to knock somebody over to, to put that on. Now, I, I did receive an email. Somebody is looking for our help and wondering if uh, we, the cast of Wisconsin's Afternoon News, can help. Hmm. Uh, here's the email. Hey, Greg, got two tickets for the Masters for Christmas, both top hospitality admissions. The person that got them for me didn't realize... It was going to be on the same day as my wedding. If you're interested, I'm looking for someone to take my place. What? It's at St. Michael Church in Orlando at 3 p.m. The bride's name is Nicole. She's 5'4", 115 pounds. A good cook, too. She'll be the one in the white dress. Oh, my God. That's awesome. That's amazing. So if we can help, we will allow our uh, soon-to-be newlywed, I think. Uh, Googling to to airfare to Orlando right now. Looks Perfect. like Southwest flies there. That's absolutely hilarious. 
So when I was in Ireland on this trip that I just got back from, in Northern Ireland, we were on the course where Rory grew up, and his family still owns a house on the course. And they talk about Rory as just being this guy that still to this day is one of the best golfers in the world, shows up and just walks on the course, is friendly to people, talks to everybody. Everybody in the neighborhood knows who he is. How's Rory doing today? Is he going to make the cut? Uh, Yeah, well, he's won over. Last I saw, he missed a a birdie attempt. So you'd like to be at the least even. I mean, seven under right now is leading the tournament. You get more than ten shots back, it's a pretty long climb. I think he's still early in his round, right? So he's still uh, got time. Yeah, they'll establish the cut line. That'll more come into view tomorrow, but... Like I said, weather's only going to get worse, so yeah. today's the day to go low. And how's Adam Scott doing? Adam Scott's near the top of the leaderboard. But, you know, I thought it was the actor Adam Scott, yeah, the who old was Batman? in Parks and Rec. Oh, no, that You'd one. know him if you, and in Severance, <laughs> but I was like, I didn't know he oh, also played West. golf. No, Adam West, yeah. <laughs> Batman. Yeah, my mistake. A yeah. common mistake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll keep an eye on the Masters for you as we head through the afternoon. Also, coming up during the 4 o'clock hour, Jim Ott. You guys remember Jim Ott? Meteorologist mm-hmm. at Channel 4 for a long time, also a state legislator. Uh, I've been friends with Jim Ott for a very long time. He stopped by the studio. He's working on a pretty cool project. Uh, my interview with Jim Ott coming up at 4.15. Up next, skydiving and dressing up like an Easter bunny. The two converge. It's a great tradition in Milwaukee that happens every year. We've got the Easter bunny and skydive Milwaukee in the studio live up next. You're not going to want to miss this. This comes up right after traffic and weather, so... I suggest you watch it, because you can now watch it. We stream the entire show live. Go to WTMJ.com, and there's a little button that says Watch Live, and you can check it out. So click the button, watch the show. That's up next on WTMJ. will be on your screen shortly. Sounds good. Here comes Peter Cottontail, hopping down the bunny trail. Hippity-hopping, Easter's on its way. Okay, you guys have got to watch the segment live. Go to WTMJ.com, and you can click on the Watch Live segment and see Greg Matzik. Looking about as uncomfortable as I've ever seen him. Why did, why did I have to sit so close to the Easter Bunny? That bunny's almost on your lap. I realized that. Look at almost nice on his. Looks. He, I'll like, trade he, you seats. I he, love the Easter Bunny. Bunny in a bow tie? Maybe this will get me over my fear. Maybe this segment will single-handedly get me through the fear I think that it I have might. the Easter Bunny. He's trying to cuddle or with just you. just compound it and make it worse. Look at how cute that bunny is. Gosh. This is not just any bunny. Okay. This is a skydiving Easter rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> A skydiving. I never thought I'd say that on the show. That is one of my favorite phrases of the week. Yes, skydiving Easter rabbit from Skydive Milwaukee. This is a tradition. Welcome to the show. We're also joined by Julie Johnson with Skydive Milwaukee. It's so good to have you guys here. Julie, thanks for coming by and thanks for bringing our friend. Thank you so much for the invite and for having us today. I have driven that stretch of I-94 hundreds of times and I never realized this has been a tradition for decades. Actually, we have been doing this jump for the past... 30 years, believe it or not. <laughs> 30 years. That's a long time. Always on Easter Sunday? Yeah. Is there yeah. usually a parachute? Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Greg, you look so nervous. Good to know. Uh, the bunny's well, getting I'm comfortable. Just saying, if I'm driving down toward the, the state line and I see an Easter bunny jumping out of an airplane, I might have to leave the state. Like I just, <laughs> like, I don't know if I can handle that. That would scare me. Well, our Easter bunny is specific to East Troy. We're right off of I-43. Um, East Troy, Wisconsin. We it is such a cool, cool thing that we're able to do for the community of East Troy is have an Easter bunny jump out of an airplane. (laughs) Because when the Easter bunny lands, then it's a party. One hundred percent. Because where is the Easter bunny landing specifically? Well, we do have a special area at our drop zone. We call it the backyard and we fill it with thousands of eggs for 
for our East Troy community to come out, uh, the children of East Troy to come out and gather all of these eggs. The Easter Bunny will land, and then it's just a free-for-all yeah. <laughs> having these kids Is it hard go. for the bunny to see? I would imagine. I mean, bunnies have pretty good eyesight, though, right? Yeah, they're very good eyesight. Eat the carrots? It's pretty eyesight. windy when you do that. Like, wait, wouldn't the head just... <laughs> just Isn't it scary? Can it Maybe be scary? the head pop off? Look at the ear. He's, he's telling us. The bunny's telling us this is what he, happens. He's trying to tell us. Aerodynamic yes, ears, so the wind blows your ears back. Oh, and... I see. Into certain formations when you land, but yeah. it's important to land and then be able to, to enjoy the refreshments and enjoy the, the candy and the Ab- Absolutely, kids. absolutely. There's so many, so many great things about, about our community. And like I said, this is our way of giving back. Of It's just a way of showing our appreciation to the community, and it's a great way of us getting to know our non-skydiving neighbors. And so, it's Julie, a, there's, I'm sorry, Sandy, there, there's a charitable component to this, right? Yes, absolutely. We are asking for anybody who comes to to our event to bring a non-perishable food item or make a monetary donation. Um, we'll be giving the food to the East Troy Food Pantry. And in return, you'll be entered to win a free tandem skydive. Hmm. You doing all right, Greg? I was just thinking you could bring carrots for the bunny, too. He'd be appreciative of that. Yes. Right. Scotty, you gotta, you gotta feed the talent, that's, right? That's very thoughtful. So I, I will say this. The, the one skydiving experience I ever had was with Skydive Milwaukee. And it was a wonderful experience. I, I had a, I really had a good time. Uh, but I, I remember going through like the training on the day of, and I cannot tell you how many times they said, when you jump out of the plane, do this, right? Arch your back, make kind of a, a reverse letter mm-hmm. C. You know, you gotta, you're going to have somebody on your back, and they tell you over and over and over again, and I'm finally like, I, I got it, okay, I got it. And then you get to the window of the plane, and you jump out, and you forget everything everybody told you during the <laughs> course of your training. Yeah. And then they, invariably, somebody's going to be hammering you on the shoulder like, aren't you back? Aren't you Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So that's why they tell you 1,400 times to, to make yourself into a C. I didn't realize that the Easter Bunny was an adrenaline junkie. Oh, sure. This is kind of fun. (laughs) We have a very special Easter Bunny. (laughs) Julie, how long have you been jumping? I am coming up on three years, so not. I'm still a baby in the sport. It seems like all your jumps have gone well. (laughs) Knock on wood. Thank you. (laughs) Yes. Why? Why do you do it? Why not? You know, I I tried knitting once. And quite do it. it just didn't quite do it for yeah. me. So why not skydive? Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. So Julie, you'll be there on Easter Sunday as well? Absolutely, I will be. Excellent. I bring my family out, bring your family, bring your friends. It'll be a fun event. Will there be other divers on the day? Or is it just a, just all you're going to see is the Easter Bunny and, and you better not miss it? Well, we will have, we will have another jumper filming the Easter Bunny jumping out of the airplane as well. So it'll be a sight to see. That's fun. So, and get there like at noon. We can take pictures with the Easter Bunny before. Yes, absolutely. Um, pictures start at noon, and the bunny will jump, and the egg hunt will begin at about one o'clock. It's free, and bring your uh, canned goods, so that way you can make a donation to the East Troy Food Pantry. Yes. And I understand that uh, when the Easter Bunny jumps, he has a special outfit—not just the parachute, but you got the goggles. Come on out and check it out <laughs> and see it. Have you ever had a nerve-wracking moment? (laughs) Oh, I want to do this, but I'm not brave enough. And my daughter likes to skydive. And after she did it the first time, we said, please don't tell us anymore until after the fact. Like, hey, Dad, three days from now, I'm going to be jumping out of an airplane at 11 o'clock in the morning. Well, you know, my 
my parents feel the same way as well. So I really don't tell them either. But <laughs> it, it's they just care about us. <laughs> what does your husband think? He'll never do it. Um, but he's like... He knits? <laughs> <laughs> um, he tried to, but didn't quite cut it. You know, he, he says, Julie, as long as it makes you happy, that's great. Go do it. So... And this is a great organization, Skydive Milwaukee. If you're interested, you should check out their website. You should check it out. And you should definitely get to the event. The jump is scheduled to take place at 1 o'clock. Get there well before that, like Sandy said. You can take some pictures, have some fun, and bring a perishable, a non-perishable, excuse me, a food donation, or they'll take a cash donation there as well. And there's a raffle going on. You could actually end up jumping. Greg, you should do a tandem jump yeah, with, I was the, thinking with, about the, with the bunny. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah, just That'd be fantastic. strap us up together. Yeah. Oh, uh, check out my Twitter feed. You can see just how excited Greg is. Yeah. Uh, post a nice picture of Greg with the <laughs> with the bunny, who's the nicest bunny we've ever had in the studio. Wearing a bow tie. We hope you continue this tradition for at least 30 more years at Skydive Milwaukee. This is great. Thank you, Mr. Bunny. Thank you, Julie. <laughs> Thank, Thank you me. so much for having us. Julie Johnson, Skydive Milwaukee. Check it out on Easter. Greg, you're going to be okay, I promise. Okay.